Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. I was going to toss it to Eddie Garcia to get an update here in a minute. But he's at the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge or Galaxy's End or whatever it's called. He was there last night with his wife, so he took the morning off today. I mean, that thing's only been open for like a week, right? Yeah, if you stay at the resort, you can get reservations. Or if you got on the list a while back, you could have done the same. So how does Eddie have such good connections that he can get into the Star Wars thing when nobody else can? His wife. What does she do? <laughs> she is that the wife who hates me? No, no, no. no. Whose wife? Whose wife was it that hated me? Uh, my girlfriend used oh, to yeah. hate you. Remember? Yeah, is this still the same girlfriend. But I say used to because no, I'm not with her anymore. Yeah, that's a good choice by you. <laughs> um, she was a smart girl though. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no, what it is is I believe his wife is a season ticket holder at Disneyland. And she brings, um, yeah, she's a season pass holder. They both are, yeah. They both are. And she brings kids, special needs kids uh, from her school to visit the park, which is oh, very cool. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually am really intrigued to see this. I don't think the one in Disney World has opened yet, right? I think No, it hasn't. At the end of August, is that right? Correct. Uh, so the one out in Disneyland has opened and it's just been swarmed and people seem to think it's pretty awesome. But I think they only have one ride open right now. You can fly the Millennium Falcon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I've read all about it. My kids want to go. So uh, at some point, I have zero doubt that we will be there. 
Um, but that is pretty awesome. I'm actually excited to get the review of uh, of that uh, of that part of the theme park. I didn't know he was going. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll get that tomorrow whenever he comes back. But game three is tonight, and it seems once more that off the court related storylines have conspired to kind of smother the interest in game three already. Uh, and it has to do with the report that Kyrie Irving now is going to head to Brooklyn. Uh, we talked about that rumor that is out there because of the Nike shirt that Kyrie Irving, sorry, that uh, that that Kevin Durant may well be staying in uh, in uh, Oakland slash Golden State slash San Francisco. If you haven't seen it, there's a T-shirt available on the Nike website, or at least there was. I don't know if it's still up with every different place that Kevin Durant has played basketball. And it ends with San Francisco, which is where the Warriors are going to move when they open a brand new arena. It's possible if the Warriors are able to win game three and four, and then they went back to uh, Toronto and won game five, that there's only two games left in Oracle Arena before they move into this new venue in San Francisco. So that is out there. Also reports that Kawhi has bought a place in Toronto. Uh, Certainly uh, he has bought a place in Southern California where he is from uh, as well. So, uh, So there's uncertainty about exactly what Kawhi Leonard might end up doing. But it's fair to say that if Kawhi Leonard stayed in Toronto and Kevin Durant stayed in uh, the Bay Area, that all of this talk would be just kind of blow up in the NBA's face and we'd be in almost the identical position that we were before with the possible exception that maybe the Celtics are a little bit worse because Kyrie Irving leaves and Jimmy Butler, who I think most people out there would acknowledge, doesn't really change anything in terms of the overall scope and power of NBA teams in general might be the only free agent that is uh, is filled with uncertainty and it's possible he's going to re-up with the Philadelphia 76ers in which case everything would boil down to what happens with Anthony Davis which feels like what should have been a massive July 4th uh, level fireworks explosion that's going to be a lot of attention as NBA free agency opens instead it's like uh, somebody just blew out the candle on a birthday cake before the birthday uh, uh, song even finished. Have I blown your mind with that analogy? Am I still on here? <laughs> yeah, you're on. Uh, so what happens here? Like, I mean, this is this is potentially a implosion for the NBA, which has been relying on the fact of, hey, in free agency this year, we're going to make the league a lot more competitive. And in reality, it's possible that almost nothing changes. Do you really think that the NBA, though, is in dire straits? Yes. I mean, really, yesterday or the day before on Lock It In, you guys even talked about the numbers in Toronto. What is it, like 17 million people in that country watch the finals? So don't you think that some of the, the rating, the ratings that are missing right now in the States no. are because of we're playing against Canada? You don't no, think so I don't all? think so. I don't think if the Milwaukee Bucks were in this series that people would care that much more in America. I don't think it, Milwaukee's a small market. I mean, I think if you here is here is the problem that the NBA has. And if Adam Silver were smart, he'd be staring this right in the face. The NBA has good global trend lines, right? In that soccer is the most uh, most uh, popular sport in the world by far. The second most popular sport in the world, maybe it's cricket. Actually, I'm not an expert on cricket. It might be cricket. The third most is probably basketball. Right, A lot of people play basketball worldwide. The problem you run into is it's going to be hard to make a lot of money off the NBA worldwide. It just is. The vast, vast majority of the NBA's overall dollars are going to come from the United States. 
And the problem the NBA has is the NBA, this is this is the downside of the social media era and the star universe. The NBA is defined by stars who dominate eras. It was Magic and Larry Bird. It was Michael Jordan. It's a little blip where it was Kobe and Shaq. Then it became LeBron James. And LeBron James is on the tail end of his career. Now, maybe the NBA can ring a couple of more years of drama out of LeBron James. But the drop-off once LeBron James is gone, if the Golden State Warriors are not still a dynasty, is going to be Grand Canyon style. Because right now you're getting a little bit of a preview. LeBron was in eight straight NBA Finals, I think it was. People got used to seeing him there. Whether they loved or hate him, they paid attention to him. And he right now is going to turn 35 years old. And when that happens, you take LeBron off the stage If the Warrior dynasty were to implode in some way, the NBA would be in dire straits this year. If the Warriors had lost to the Clippers, if they had lost to the Rockets, or if they had lost to the Trailblazers, if right now you had Trailblazers against Raptors, NBA ratings would be down 50%. There is no way that you can tell me that a league is strong when when a league, an entire league of 30 teams, basically boils down to people caring about LeBron James and the Golden State Warriors. 75% of my audience, we talked about Twitter polls earlier, are rooting for the Toronto Raptors to beat the Golden State Warriors. That's not necessarily a bad thing because it's at least people have rooting interest. But they don't care about Kawhi. They don't care about the Raptors one iota. They don't care about Giannis. They don't care about the Milwaukee Bucks at all. They care about the Warriors and who they end up playing against. And if Kevin Durant were to leave and make, let's say, the Knicks mediocre, I don't think people would care because I don't think the Knicks are going to be in the contention for a championship. If LeBron gets back in the mix, that could help. But otherwise, you're playing a declining game. It took, and a lot of people don't realize this, it took a decade for the NBA to recover when Michael Jordan left. That's because the league didn't exist. They had Jordan and the Bulls. They had a player and a team. And once Jordan left, people didn't care about the NBA. And and for all the talk about NBA social media and everything else, I think this is a sign of how social media is a uh, is oftentimes a funhouse mirror. NBA fans for whatever reason are more active on social media than uh than the fans are of let's say the NFL. Just like fans of Game of Thrones are far more active on social media than fans of The Big Bang Theory were. Or things like that. Sometimes certain groups of people can cluster in social media and make people believe they're a bigger part of the overall audience than they actually are. Um, we've seen this happen a ton across a variety of pop culture, politics, everywhere else fields. So, no, I think the NBA is in trouble if the free agency market fizzles like it appears it may well fizzle because I think a lot of people will come back and say, okay, the Warriors are going to win the championship again with Kevin Durant. Why should I care? Now, this year, there's a little bit of drama in the NBA Finals themselves, but most of it's predicated on health. If the Golden State Warriors were 100% healthy, they'd win this series in five games against the Toronto Raptors. They still may win it in five games. They might have swept against the Toronto Raptors if they were healthy. Um, There wouldn't be any drama at all. The drama in the the playoffs right now is who's going to play, who's going to come back from an injury, what's going to happen with Klay Thompson, what's going to happen with Kevin Durant on the court the drama is they're injured because I think everybody out there even the most died in the wool Toronto Raptors fans would acknowledge that a fully healthy 
group of Golden State Warriors is the favorites. Now, I'll bring in the crew here in a sec, talk about this a little bit more, but let me go ahead and get the update from Brian Finley. Thank you so much, Clay, from Tuesday. The Dodgers. Let's head back to our guy, Clay Travis. Do we have cuts from that update? <laughs> we can make them. What in the Edgar Martinez is happening with the Seattle Mariners? Um, uh, uh, that's going to be a drop, Brian. Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm digging it, guys. Uh, all right, so uh, Dub, are you awake? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, Dub. All right. So uh, I said if this goes on, if Kevin Durant stays with the Warriors, if Kawhi stays with the Raptors, let's say that Kyrie Irving goes to Brooklyn, which I think is by and large fairly boring. Um, And let's say Jimmy Butler signs with somebody. It doesn't really matter because he's not changing the overall scope of the trajectory in the NBA. This is a incredible fizzle, right? It's like you expected a huge explosion. You expected the greatest fireworks celebration ever. And instead, you got a couple of sparklers and somebody's running around chasing each other. This is bad for the NBA, right? Because they have sold the idea that this offseason could fundamentally change the league. And I'm starting to feel like nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. If nothing happens, you're absolutely right. Because this past year plus, this whole offseason that's coming up, was kind of like on par with the NFL in terms of selling hope in a way because you know everyone's expecting Kevin Durant to leave. The Warriors dynasty could be over. There's hope for other teams in the West. There's hope for other teams in the East if Kevin Durant heads that way. And if everything stays put as is, then we're kind of back just to square one where we were before the start of this year where everyone says, okay, well, it looks like the Warriors are going to be the favorite again. They'll probably win their fourth title in a row. So what do you expect tonight, Game 3? Um, the Warrior, the line has ticked down all the way to Warriors now four-and-a-half-point favorite, which still seems substantial to me because that four-and-a-half-point line, to me, is telling us that there's an expectation Clay Thompson is going to play and not just play, but play somewhat similar to what usually Clay Thompson does. I just don't buy it. I think if the Warriors are going to win this game, Klay Thompson is going to be a shell of himself if he plays at all because the hamstring is nerve-wracking. You don't want to lose him for the series because he tweaks himself even more. You need DeMarcus Cousins to play at a high level. You need Draymond not just to be a facilitator but also to score. You need Cook to come in and make some outside shots. You need McKenzie to come in and make some outside shots. You need basically your bench to make a lot of plays. You need uh, Andrew Bogut to go for uh, for 8 to 10 points. And you obviously need Steph to come in and be Steph, not to mention Andre Iguodala. I mean, this is putting a lot of onus on, a guys, to, on guys to score at a high level who typically are not scoring. Yeah, and I think the line, it kind of surprised me too when I first saw it. I thought it would be more like two or three or something like that. But I think it just goes to show how much you know Vegas trusts that the Warriors will show up. And there's not a whole lot of trust in the Raptors other than Kawhi Leonard. You look at Kyle Lowry, I think he's averaged 10 points per game this series Lowry's so far. Lowry's been awful. And then Pascal Siakam, yeah, he had the great game one. But then game two, Draymond kind of took ownership and didn't let that happen again so I think this game all comes down to the Raptors and people other than Kawhi if Kyle Lowry can get you 16 18 if Siakam can get you you know 20 plus then I really like the Raptors chances so which side are you taking five and a half right now four and a half it's down to uh that the Raptors are uh underdogs the Warriors minus four and a half I I mean I 
Uh, to me, I have to go with the Raptors. That just seems like too many points because they have a golden opportunity here with you know Kevin Durant out. Probably the last game he'll be out, and Clay Thompson. You know he might pretty much be out if he's not. You know I'm, close ner- to I'm nervous 100%. about this. I'm not going to lie because when everybody's on the same side, this show has gone like over oh, the last twenty. So I'm on the Raptors plus five and a half. I bet it earlier this week on Lock It In. I bet it in real life as well. I just think five and a half is too many. And I think this number is going to continue to tick down today if you're one of the people who sits around and waits till the day of the game, which a lot of you are, to make a, de- a decision on how to gamble on uh, on the biggest uh, sporting event of the evening. I-, I think this line's going to come down to four. I think it might even hit three and a half, assuming that Clay Thompson ends up uh, with the, the, the kind of the verdict that we're anticipating, which is that he's not going to play at a very high level. Uh, what about you, uh, Danny G? Which way would you play this? I hate to do it to you, but I'm going to agree. It's too many points. I think the Warriors are going to win by a three-pointer. And Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKenney, the great G League story we talked about a week or so ago, he needs to step up and have a big game. That roster, they're going to have to show and prove off the bench for the Warriors to really have a chance. And look for Boogie Cousins to have another big game like Game 2. And in this case at home, the place is going to be rocking. A friend of mine was telling me that the crowd over the years in Oakland has gotten a little bougie, a little more on the laid back side in Oakland. But I think tonight, with all these injuries, they're really going to need that crowd in the Bay Area to step up and be loud and will the team to get this W with all of these bad injuries. Yeah, this is an opportunity, by the way. We don't talk a lot about Steve Kerr and his coaching job. When we talk about the Warriors, by and large, there's a lot of focus on the overall talent that surrounds uh, that surrounds this team uh, and how good they all, all are. This is an opportunity, much like in Game 6 when the Warriors closed out the Rockets, for Steve Kerr to put together a coaching sort of masterpiece in order to find a way to win uh, with a uh, with a, certainly a uh, a team that is a shell of its normal self. What way would you go, Roberto? How would you bet on this one? I think I think the Warriors were, will cover. I think the the Raptors had a great chance to go up two zero and they and they blew it. I think the the Raptors will feed off the energy of the crowd, and I think they'll cover. And and usually your role players don't play as well on the road. So I I don't think a lot of these guys that were good in, in game one and some of them in game two are not going to translate as good on the road. So you're saying the Warriors win in cover? Yeah. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better that we're not all unanimous. And then Brian Finley, uh, what does Edgar Martinez think about this game? Here's what I want to say, Clay. What is Drake? Is he going to be at the game? Have we figured that out yet? Because I think that's going to play a big part in the betting here. <laughs> Whether Drake is there is going to yes. impact what line you take? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I would think that Drake wouldn't be that welcome in the Bay Area. It is a good question. I mean, they said uh, Kevin Durant and uh, Clay Thompson were making fun of Drake after the game. Uh, and trash-talking him a little bit about whether or not he was going to be in the Bay Area. I don't know if he's making the trip or not. I do feel that the Kevon Looney absence is going to play a big role. I think, like you said earlier, Clay, his prowess and his ability to dominate doesn't always... It's not always seen in large part from the common fan, but what he does on the court, man, it's going to be sorely missed, and I think the Raptors really have a chance here. He's the best what player the by Martinez far. Martinez going oh, on with the Mariners? Oh, gosh, there it is. <laughs> uh, he he has the best chance, uh, I think Kevon Looney does, of uh, of always being out and being able to play pick-and-roll defense, switch defenders. I mean, he can play against anybody at the five position. When you put in DeMarcus Cousins or you put in Andrew Bogut, 
particularly Cousins, who's still not moving that well, even though offensively I think he can score some points, it opens up opportunities for the Raptors to be able to exploit that Warrior defense a bit more. We'll talk about it. When we come back, let's hit the Animal Thunderdome. We haven't done it in several days. And we'll get you ready for uh, the Anonymous Mailbag Live on the radio where I will solve every problem in the universe for the OutKick audience. All that and more, this is OutKick Wednesday edition. Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate y'all hanging on with us. We'll be back here with the Animal Thunderdome. What in the Edgar Martinez is going on with the Mariners? Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. How about Outkick? All 50 states, satellite radio channel 202 on XM, 218 on uh, Sirius Everywhere, along with the FoxSportsRadio.com streaming option, the iHeartRadio app, you can find us basically anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world and all over the country as we get ready for game three tonight between the Warriors and the Raptors series heads back to the Bay Area in Oakland. The question is, is Clay Thompson going to play? And uh, that is a question that uh, the odds makers are certainly asking. That's a question that I'm sure Nick Nurse is asking as he tries to figure out how to divine, devise a uh, defensive game plan. Will they break back out the box and one that they uh, had chasing Steph Curry all over the court? Or will Clay Thompson play? And if so, how will he play? Uh, that is the big question that is looming as we get ready for game three. We will talk about that. And continue to break that down. We got a couple of hours left on the show here from the Wednesday edition. Petros Papadakis didn't swing by, by yesterday. He is scheduled to join us in hour three, as is Britt McHenry. But right now, we are freshly in the midst of the anonymous mailbag. And you guys know that I'm a humble man. Don't draw a lot of attention to myself. Not the kind of guy to say, hey, look at me. But I do believe that I have maybe the best judgment of anyone in America today. I am maybe the most reasonable person in a country that has gone insane, I can solve the problems of all of our OutKick listeners across the nation. What I can't guarantee is that the phones are going to work, but I can solve your problems if I can actually hear you. So our phone number, 877-996-6369, Dub will field your calls. All we need is your state and your problem, and I will solve it. Let's go ahead and hit the music, boys. You've got mail, mother anonymous mail, babe. All right, we problem. need. Yo, I'll solve it. We need to allow Dub to field the calls right now. So eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. As Dub feels the fields the calls, we've already given you our prediction on what we think is going to happen tonight. The Warriors around a four and a half point favorite. But do you think that Clay Thompson will play, and will he play at a high level, Danny G? Man, from that workout... It, he did not look good if no. you saw the video. Like He was moving very gingerly on yep. the court yesterday. I don't see why they would risk it in Game 3. I think he'll play in Game 4. 
Yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, that they're a little bit unfortunate because they've had like three games, three days between all the games. They got fortunate there, but they're playing again on Friday, which feels, even though it's two days, like a quick turnaround. And then I believe they play on Sunday, right? So we've played uh, basically an entire week. This series started when? On Thursday? It actually we, goes to Monday, if I recall. Is that right? The They're not yeah. playing on Sunday? Yeah. Mon- Why are they not playing on Sunday? I think you're right. It yeah, is Monday. Friday to Monday. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So they'll get a little bit more of a uh, of a uh, of a bu- you know kind of a buffer there. And obviously, with Kevin Durant entering into free agency, there's a lot of talk about whether or not he's going to come back and, and risk his calf. Uh, and also, the same thing being said about Clay Thompson with the hamstring, because it's so easy to potentially be able to tweak that and be out for the entire series. Again, I said an hour one. I think most people out there would agree with me. If the Warriors are healthy, this is not a series. If DeMarcus Cousins is firing on all cylinders, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, if they're all Andre Iguodala, who's been dealing with his own issues, Draymond Green, if all those guys are fine, Kevon Looney, who's now out for the rest of the series, if all those guys are fine, there are zero things to worry about. Zero at all. The Warriors win this thing in four or five games. But with all the injuries, and we've got to be fair, Kawhi Leonard has got his own issues dealing with the, uh, the Raptors. Uh, his overall field goal percentage has progressively been declining throughout these playoffs. A lot of weight on his shoulders and also the fact that he's not 100% healthy, I think, is weighing in as well. But this game three, pretty massive. Warriors have a chance to take uh, the first uh, series lead so far and really put the Raptors into a dangerous spot. If, on the other hand, the Raptors could get one of these games, uh, certainly if it were game three, then they'd come back in game four, basically with the Warriors on the ropes completely. So this is a massive swing game. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to uh, to tune in tonight. ABC has it, uh, and we'll see how exactly this continues to shake out. Kind of strange to have a Wednesday night basketball game. Uh, usually these games played on like a Monday, a Thursday, a, a Saturday, Sunday type situation. Wednesday doesn't feel like it happens very often. All right, uh, are our phones actually on? Are we are we oh, are we of the certainty that the phones are actually turned on? Have we taken any calls this? I don't think we've taken any calls this week, have we? Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that. It's buzzing right now, so let me get to that. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. I've got a question for you, Danny G. Uh, so. Every morning I go outside and get my newspaper, right? I get, I'm old, I'm an old man. I get the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times delivered to my house. I have a home studio, so I'm doing the show from my house. Uh, I go down during one of our commercial breaks. I walk out and I get my newspaper. Now I'm up early uh, and here it's in the central time zone. So right now where I am, it's uh, just a little bit after six o'clock in the morning. And so I will walk downstairs and I, a lot of times, to be honest, I don't do the show even wearing pants. I've just got on my underwear, (laughs) right? I get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning. I check to make sure what all the headlines are. Um, I, you know, like prepare myself for the show. And then I'll go downstairs. The newspaper doesn't come until a little bit after 5 a.m. So I will go downstairs. Is it inappropriate for me to go outside only in my underwear to get the uh, newspaper on my front uh, front lawn? <laughs> Are these like Walter White's or? Uh... <laughs> I mean, they're not like uh, tidy whities, yeah. but it's like I usually wear. I mean, it can be different, right? I have like uh, regular boxers, but on average, I would say like eighty percent of the time, like right now, I'm sitting in the boxer briefs, <laughs> right? Like not. I mean, oh, you know, they're man. they're mid thigh. Yeah. 
TMI. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. What is the closest proximity to your neighbor next door? Or one oh, I of mean, your the neighbors? houses are, I mean, like, we are, we are in, like, I don't know what you would call it, like a new urbanism-style development. So when I, you know, like, the houses are relatively close. You know, there's, like, a grocery store in here. There's, there's you know, restaurants, bars. Like, so, I mean, there's a sidewalk. And people are regularly sometimes walking. But now it's early. So if you're out, you know, like early, like you're, you know, some people wake up and like the first thing they do is roll out of bed and go for a jog or, you know, get out and walk the dog or whatever else. So I would say about 10% of the time there's somebody coming by, uh, you know, that, that, that will come by. And that might be an exaggeration, but I mean, you know, you can, it's flat. So it's not like it's hilly. So you can see yeah. a long way. And I walk out, I mean, I, I don't know, it's probably 10 yards at most from my house to the to the 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 road you know there's not it's not a busy road it's a subdivision road but i mean there are a lot of people coming by i would say it is a violation because you're a man doing it we've talked before about why do those old guys at the gym always have to blow dry their dick cheney's that's why i work out at home i can't stand the gym for that reason to see dudes walking around naked or half naked is very alarming (laughs) it's it's different if you're a female for instance i used to live with this girl where she would get up first and go walk her dog early in the morning she had one of those little rat dogs and she wouldn't put a a robe on or anything she was in a nightgown with her boobs hanging out oh and she sounds like a good way to start the morning yeah she would come in and tell me god our upstairs neighbor he's so nice I, I, I bumped into him on his way to work, and, and I was like, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that was like, I tweeted the other day. I, I had uh, some guy who just, like, sent me an unsolicited. Like, I don't, I, you know, I, I'll dive into my mentions every now and then, and somebody sent me a mention. He's like, I just want to, you know, you're the only reason I have Twitter. I think you're fantastic. I love all your opinions or something. And I, 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 I legitimately think that good-looking women don't understand how normal people go through life because good-looking women get things done for them and given to them all the time without having to request it, right? And so they have such a altered state of what the world is actually like. And people are like, you know, there's a big thing now, like, oh, you've got white privilege. Oh, you've got heterosexual privilege. All this ridiculous stuff, right, that all these uh, losers sit around and sitting obsessed with. But by far, the highest rank on the privilege chart is hot girl privilege, right? I mean, the amount of things that good-looking women get given to them and done for them entirely based on how they look is off the charts. I'm not sure that there's anything else even close to it. Yeah, and not just that, but what's interesting is how girls will complain about guys sliding into their DMs on Instagram constantly. And I saw a meme the other day that said, hey, stop posting pictures where your nipples are showing <laughs> and magically those dms will start to decrease it's like i don't know why yeah it, it, I, I don't know why all these guys are are, are judging me all the time because you put like that's uh, that is the entire like mark zuckerberg bought instagram and 95 percent of instagram's market cap value and it's worth billions of dollars is just hot chicks posting pictures of themselves all day I mean, it's unbelievable. If you go, I don't use Instagram very much because it's too complicated. Like Rachel Bonetta uses Instagram all the time and I'll go in and like, I don't even understand how to put right things on pictures and everything else, but she's active there all the time and I'll go in and, and, and like see it and, and then I'll scroll through and if it goes to recommended like follows or whatever it is, I don't even know what page I end up on. I scroll through and it's, I'm not kidding about this. It's like two athletes. It's like LeBron James and some other athlete. 
and then it's like 98% just girls in, in scantily clad clothing. I don't know how it picks, like how it knows me so well that these are all the people that I would follow. But I'm like, who are they? like? I would just spend all day on this thing scrolling through if I were a single guy. If they took away hot girls from Instagram, the company would collapse overnight. Instagram would. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go to break here. One of the problems with uh, with the way that I set up the anonymous mailbag today is usually I set it up before we go to break and allow Dub to field the calls. I know I'm just such an exhilarating listen that people don't want to call while I'm talking. So here's what we're going to do. I will field your calls for all of your anonymous mailbag questions. And by I, I mean Dub will. During this commercial break, 877-996-6369. Load them up. When we come back, I'll solve the problems of the OutKick crew or I will strangle to death an executive involved in our phone. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? He's the whole time. 
<laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote and we're brought to you by TrueCar. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices and with TrueCar, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar. True cash offer not available in all areas. What is available in all areas? How about Outkick? All 50 states, Sirius Channel uh, 218, XM Channel 202, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can stream us all day long, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you need us. You can basically find us all over the airwaves across 300-plus affiliate stations in all 50 states, satellite radio, everywhere you are, we essentially are as well. Also got a new podcast. If you haven't listened, podcast only. Great discussion with Jason Whitlock. I am scheduled later today to talk with Shannon Terry, who is one of the only guys out there who has sold two different sports media companies for $100 million plus. He founded uh, Rivals and ended up selling Rivals and then 24-7 Sports, uh, which he sold as well, one to Yahoo, the other to CBS. We're going to have a fun conversation about business and sports and media and everything else in that universe uh, and how he ended up doing what he did. Again, these are podcasts only So if you want to uh, hear one long-form interview from the world of sports, media, business, politics, we're doing a series called Wins and Losses. Uh, I feel like in this country, we spend a lot of times talking about the wins that people end up with, but it's often the losses that, uh, that can define you and you can learn more from. Certainly, that's been the case in my life. And uh, I, I want these interviews to kind of exist for a long time for people to be able to go back and listen to them and uh, hopefully enjoy them as much five years from now as you would tomorrow. So uh, that series is up and running. You can subscribe. You can go find it as part of, uh, of the OutKick universe by just searching out my name, Clay Travis, uh, online. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy those. Uh, as we get ready, big story of the night, clearly going to be game three of the uh, NBA Finals. The Warriors around a four-and-a-half-point favorite. If you're just waking up and you haven't been paying attention, Kevon Looney has been announced out. 
That might sound ridiculous that people care, but he is the third best Warrior player from a plus-minus. He provides very solid defense. He is able to uh, switch out on all the pick-and-rolls, and he has been great interior when it comes to making baskets, uh, kind of garbage buckets, which help obviously with the Warriors who are such a good shooting team to have a guy who can kind of create his own offense by grabbing garbage buckets and prolonging possessions. He's a great rebounder, being able to get a rebound, kick it back out, get another opportunity to score. He has been a tremendous asset. So him being out will put more of an onus on DeMarcus Cousins, who is coming back from that quad injury, and Andrew Bogut, both to fill the void inside for the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. We don't know exactly what is going to happen with Clay Thompson. He is questionable. If you watch the video, he was uh, moving, I would say, very gingerly on his shooting yesterday at the walkthrough with the Warriors. We'll see whether or not he's able to go, and if he goes, how much of an impact he might have. The line has dipped back down from Warriors as a six-point favorite to Warriors as a four-and-a-half-point favorite which suggests that Vegas is not necessarily expecting that much from Klay Thompson. We will see there. Kevin Durant undoubtedly is out yet again for Game 3. He has now been out almost an entire month since he injured himself in Game 5 of that series between the Warriors and the Rockets. So that is the latest on uh, the Raptors going on the road against the Warriors for Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Now, off the court where there has been much more drama associated with the NBA than there has been on the court, honestly. Uh, the latest is that it appears the Boston, the, the, uh, the Brooklyn uh, the Brooklyn Nets are now the favorite theoretically to sign Kyrie Irving. The trend lines seem to be suggesting that Kevin Durant might be staying with Golden State and the trend lines are certainly suggesting that Kawhi Leonard may be staying with the Toronto Raptors, which would leave Jimmy Butler as the biggest free agent who may be an uncertain destination. Uh, That could be much of a fizzle from what was expected to be an explosive firework-laden offseason of free agency in the NBA. But there continues to be drama surrounding Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and the Lakers, the dysfunctional marriage that has ensued there. What is the latest Danny G on the ongoing, never-ending Anthony Davis drama in New Orleans? Let me give you the timeline on this real quick. So the NBA lottery draft happened, of course. Zion is going to go to the Pelicans. Once that happened, that gave New Orleans and their new general manager, David Griffin, some hope that Griffin could change AD's mind about wanting that trade out of NO. So last Wednesday morning here in Los Angeles, Griffin had an early morning breakfast with um, Clutch Sports, Rich Paul and Anthony Davis. Over pancakes, he gave them a hard pitch, hard sell on staying in New Orleans. The report that came out yesterday is that Clutch Sports got back to Griffin and said, no thank you, we're still not interested in staying. But the difference here is Dell Demps, who got fired because the owner didn't like the way he went about the potential trade with the Lakers, the sources close to the Pelicans yesterday are saying that they will do business, Griffin, that is, will do business with the Lakers if they put together the best trade package. I still don't think so. The best trade package for the Lakers would be what? You'd have to give, I don't even know who exactly the Pelicans want. They right? would, de- would, they they would want, want the Lonzo. Number four pick. Yeah, they would want the number four pick, Lonzo, Kuzma. There's been some variations of what the package would be. It would be similar to what the Lakers tried to offer last season. It's With just the addition of the number four. Exactly. So, but what about Brandon Ingram? 
he would be part of the deal that I read about yesterday. So basically everybody who's decent except for LeBron would be gone. Right. And the the part here that gets a little tricky in all of the Fox Sports I was listening to our network were saying Lonzo has to be part of that package if the Lakers are going to make it work. But that's the one piece that LeBron and the Lakers reportedly do not want to move. They want to hold on to Lonzo. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Here's what I say in general about this situation. The play that the Lakers need to make is to trade LeBron. I mean, I don't know why more people, like if I'm Genie Bus, and by the way, how many days has it been since we requested Genie Bus to come on the show? Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. With no response at all from the Lakers. Zilch. Yeah. So uh, if I'm Jeannie Buss, and let's say she's waking up early this morning in the South Bay. I think she lives in the South Bay. And she's turned over, and she's turning on the phone, and she's like, man, I got to get my fill of Clay Travis. She's laying there right now listening to us. I would say this to Jeannie Buss. And I said this last week. This is not a shock. You have to make a decision. Either you are going to mortgage the future of the Lakers for a hoped-for success with LeBron James over the next couple of years. Or you are going to acknowledge that the situation you have created is untenable and you have a young, talented core of players with an aging asset in LeBron James. If I were Jeannie Buss, I would trade LeBron James and build around that young core, recognizing that in order to get LeBron anywhere near a playoff caliber team and we're not talking about championship caliber team we're talking about playoff caliber team you're going to have to give up every young asset that you have spent the past several years putting together and I just don't think LeBron's worth it at this point in time he's going to turn 35 years old even if you pair him with Anthony Davis I don't think that makes a lot of sense furthermore I think Anthony Davis is getting really bad advice from Rich Paul Because the reason you pay an agent is because you want them to be a Jedi master. You want them to see the chessboard better than you. You want them to give you better advice than you yourself can come up with. If I were advising Anthony Davis, so my answer, if I'm like, I'm just pretending. I I think a good way, and I've said this for a long time on this show, a good way to prepare yourself for one day having a job where your judgment matters a great deal is putting yourself into the shoes of people who are above you in the universe right now and analyzing their decision and practicing the decision-making that you would have. Because ultimately in life, and I really believe this, a good life lesson for everybody out there, if you want to make a lot of money, you're going to be paid based on your judgment. What decisions do you make? Why do CEOs make as much money? Because they have to be able to sift through all these different ideas that people are pitching them on and find a vision that makes sense, make the right decision, make the right judgment. So for Jeannie Buss, I think she's got two options, right? I think really she's got two options. I think right now the Lakers are kind of in this squishy middle, which is going to be unsuccessful regardless. She has two options that could lead to success. Go all in with LeBron James and whatever his crew wants to do for the next two to three years and basically mortgage the Laker future and hope that LeBron still has enough juice to get you to championship glory. That's option one. Or option two is recognize that in the squishy middle of LeBron James with all of this young talent, you have to make a decision. Are you with LeBron or the young talent? 
Option one is LeBron. Option two is the young talent. If you go young talent, you have to trade LeBron. Okay, that is the decision that Jeannie Buss has to make. And it's a difficult decision because it requires making a choice. And right now, she's not making a choice. She's trying to keep everybody happy by staying right in the squishy middle. But ultimately, her decision boils down to LeBron or the kids, right? LeBron or the young guys on the Lakers, which direction am I going to go? I, if I were Jeannie Buss, would go towards the young guys on the Lakers because I don't think LeBron James has the juice to bring a championship to uh, to the Lakers anymore, all right? So that is the decision that I would make. On the flip side, all right, on the flip side, I think that there are a couple of decisions that are available for Anthony Davis. I think there's actually three, and I think he's picking the worst of the three options. The worst option for Anthony Davis, in my opinion, and why I think he's getting bad advice from Rich Paul is, I think Rich Paul is mingling his advice that he's giving to LeBron James with Anthony Davis. I think the best thing that could happen for LeBron James is he gets paired with Anthony Davis. I don't think that's the best thing that could happen for Anthony Davis. And I think Anthony Davis needs to be smarter and recognize that his agent is not giving full value to Anthony Davis. He's trying to package him with LeBron. He's actually working for LeBron as much or more than he's working for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, the I think by far the best decision that he has is stay in New Orleans right now. You are an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. It's already June. You play 65 games with the Pelicans, worst case scenario, and you're an unrestricted free agent. You can go anywhere in the country, play for any team. You can go out and look at all your options, okay? Also, don't you want to see how good Zion is? If you are Anthony Davis... And Zion Williamson is going to be a great player in the NBA. And maybe he is, maybe he isn't. We don't know. Wouldn't you want to be on the basketball court with him and see for your own self before you demand the New Orleans Pelicans trade you? I would 1 billion percent want to do that. It's possible that Zion Williamson is going to set the league on fire when he gets here. It's possible that the uh, Pelicans are going to be able to put together a good team this year, a team capable of going into the playoffs and winning a series, and that Anthony Davis could be with the Pelicans, and that could be one of the best destinations he could have in the NBA. So, and worst case scenario, if Zion's not very good, you can still reiterate the fact that you want to be traded during the season, and if it doesn't happen during the season at the end of the year, you're an unrestricted free agent. One year is not that long of a time to have to be waiting until you get to go out and survey all your options why do you want to get traded to the Lakers and require the Lakers to give up all their assets to get you if I'm Anthony Davis I'm sitting around saying you know what LeBron did the exact opposite of what he is asking for me to do think about that when LeBron went to the Lakers did LeBron a year before he became an unrestricted free agent make the Lakers trade a ton of players to get him on the Cleveland Cavaliers? No way. Why? Because LeBron was aware that the Lakers had good young talent, and if he's an unrestricted free agent, he'd rather go to the Lakers without requiring them to give up any assets for him. That's smart. Smart business move. Why would you want to go to a franchise that has to mortgage its future in order to get you to go there when you could just wait a year and go without any issues at all. I mean, does that now that that to me is again 
get into the head of the decision makers here. Jeannie Buss and Anthony Davis, you guys just heard me walk through the options effectively. Is my advice not better to Anthony Davis than what he's getting from Rich Paul? Is my advice not better for Jeannie Buss than what she might be getting from whatever brain trust people she's listening to there? Isn't, didn't I just sum up pretty succinctly the decision-making that both of these people have to, have, to, have to get in the middle of? What am I missing, if anything? Yeah, no, you make a lot of sense. The argument from your friend Colin Cowherd has been that Anthony Davis has already wasted seven years of his career and every season is precious, obviously, when you're a professional athlete. Yeah, I, don't, I just I understand Colin's uh, argument there. My position would be, what is Anthony Davis, 26 years old? He hasn't wasted it because he's been getting better and better. And if by wasted, remember a year ago, not this past year that's finishing right now, but a year ago, the Pelicans swept the Portland Trailblazers in the first round of the Western Conference Finals and won a game against the Golden State Warriors. They were down 2-1, if I remember, in the second round of the NBA playoffs. So the New Orleans Pelicans, without Zion Williamson, were good enough to be one of the four best teams in the Western Conference just over a year ago, and they were good enough to take a game from the Warriors in what was a pretty dominant postseason for the Warriors. Well, a lot of that was Rondo and Boogie Cousins, remember? Okay. So they didn't hold on to those pieces. But now but now you have a piece in Zion who sure. could be a transcendent talent, right? You but don't there's going to be a learning curve, and I agree with you. I think Zion is going to do well in the NBA. I, I would agree with you if Anthony Davis is going somewhere and you're like, okay, immediately he's going to contend for championships. But if the Lakers have to give up everything for Anthony Davis in order for him to go to the Lakers, he's doing he's requiring the Lakers to do what LeBron would not have required them to do. And also, Anthony Davis and LeBron is not a team that's going to win a championship. That's a team that might be able to win one series in the postseason, in my opinion. Now, maybe it's possible they're going to be able to find somebody else to pair with them. I, I just I don't think that's very likely. I don't think they're going to have three really good players and with LeBron aging I don't think he has the the tank to go all out in the regular season so I think LeBron can get into the postseason and win a series but if Kawhi let's say or Kevin Durant or somebody else like I don't know that they're better than the Clippers take away the idea that the Lakers are going to win a championship I don't think they're I think they're the second best team in the Staples Center depending on what the Clippers are able to do in this postseason. So I don't think, like, if, if your career is precious and all those things, I get it. But I don't think Anthony Davis is trading leaving the Pelicans for a championship. I think he's trading leaving the Pelicans where they might win one series in the playoffs for somewhere else where he might win one series in the playoffs. Why not just ride out the Pelicans and then do what Durant and LeBron have done before you and what Kyrie Irving is about to do, go around and talk to all the teams with the available salary cap space to sign you and see what happens there. Or I could see him going to the Celtics and the Celtics being able to put together a better talent around him potentially than what the Lakers can give. I just I, I have not bought from the moment that Rich Paul tried to make this happen that somehow Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to have a championship caliber team in the Lakers. And so I don't see that changing. If I were the Lakers, if I'm Jeannie Buss, I'm trying to move LeBron. Remember, LeBron can be traded. I think that's a big whiff. I don't know how it happened. 
that Rich Paul and everybody else who advises LeBron James didn't try to get a no-trade clause in the contract that he signed with the Lakers so that LeBron had the power to dictate where he could go. To me, the funniest thing that could happen here would be if the Lakers just traded LeBron James for Anthony Davis straight up or the Lakers gave LeBron James and the number four overall pick to the Pelicans in exchange for Anthony Davis and then the Pelican, I mean, then the, uh, then the Lakers went out and tried to sign Kevin Durant or they tried to sign Kawhi or they tried to sign Jimmy Butler and they're then able to protect their young core. They add Anthony Davis, who's also young like their young core and I'll have the opportunity to bring in another big-time free agent to pair with him, and LeBron's grand plan of building a championship at the Lakers falls apart because his best asset to the Lakers is actually being traded. Can you imagine the reaction of how amazing that would be <laughs> if LeBron, who tried to get everybody on the roster for the Lakers, traded for Anthony Davis, instead got shipped to New Orleans himself and had to play out the last three years of his deal in New Orleans? Man, it would be major karma. Oh, it'd be amazing. Now, I'm not saying like necessarily like I would be intrigued to see how LeBron and Zion would do together, but it would be amazing if LeBron tried to move everybody on the entire Laker roster for Anthony Davis and they ended up trading him for Anthony Davis instead. Number four overall pick in LeBron James for Anthony Davis. I'm not sure that the Pelicans do it because then they'd be taking on the same issue that exists for the Lakers now, which is an aging, high-cost superstar. Frankly, the same issue that the Houston Rockets have with Chris Paul, which is why they're trying to make all these moves. All this drama continues to build. We'll go to Petros Papadakis next, break it down with him, uh, and see what he thinks is going to happen. We'll put him in Jeannie Buss's shoes and also in LeBron James's shoes and also in Anthony Davis's shoes and see what Petros would say. All that's still to come. This is Outkick Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We got a lot of Animal Thunderdome to get to. Let's cue the music, boys. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. So we go to the state of North Carolina where uh, there was a young girl who was in the surf. I'm trying to get to the top here. A dad who punched a shark in the nose to save his daughter from attack. Uh, This happened off the coast of North Carolina. Uh, There was a girl standing in waist-deep water off Fort Macon in North Carolina. Her dad stood nearby. The father, Charlie Winter, firefighter and paramedic. His daughter lost part of a leg and some fingers, uh, according to the Facebook page. But the the daughter was was saved because the father is uh, is a Marine. And when the shark attacked his daughter... The, the, the Marine started to punch the shark in the face. He punched the shark five times, and the shark let go. Um, and as a result, the girl is going to be fine. She obviously has significant injuries. Uh, but uh, this has gone viral everywhere uh, with many people who are uh, Marines singing the praises of this dad. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of people who say, uh, including uh, this is all over the Facebook page for the Marines. Who needs a bigger boat 
when you have a Marine's fists. Uh, so uh, it's an awful story, but props to the dad there who fought off the shark attack, former Marine, five-time punch on the shark, and the shark turned and ran. Uh, this happened on Sunday, again, off Fort Macon State Park at Atlantic Beach um, in the uh, in the state of North Carolina. So uh, ugly story there. Sharks continue. We talked about that uh, Panama City Beach. I was down at the beach over the, uh, over the last week, and they had the girl who was tracked by the shark. We put out that video, uh, which a lot of you shared. So it's shark attack season with everybody Ooh. getting into the water, and hopefully there will be a marine near you in the event that a shark comes after you. Yeah, and by the way, that girl in North Carolina that you were talking about, her name is Paige Winter, and they started a GoFundMe for her medical costs. So you can search that out yep. on GoFundMe and find uh, and help out uh, there uh, if you uh, are so inclined. Now, this is from – I live in Nashville, uh, Tennessee is where I do the show, and I actually live a little bit south of town in a town called Franklin, uh, uh, Tennessee. Uh, which do you know is, Austin McGee? Uh, I do not know Austin <laughs> McGee. But there was a there was a guy bitten by yeah, a rattlesnake that's in my, his, in that's my his name. town, right? Yep. We have audio of this. No, you, it's one of those Fox News videos where the words come up on the screen back to music. Oh, uh, that's not good. We yeah. need the actual audio. But this guy got bit by a rattlesnake and then said, "I had no idea how dangerous rattlesnake bites were." I mean, where has this guy been for his entire life? Serious. He he thought that he was stung by something. And instead, uh, he got bit by a rattlesnake, and there's a picture of, I think it's one of his fingers, right? Uh, and it looks like it's about to explode. Yeah, it it looks like uh, you've seen a picture of a, uh, one of those bullfrogs yeah. where their throat expands. That's what his finger looks like. Yeah, it's really terrifying um, uh, to think about. I mean, I think about this every morning I go outside and I get my newspaper and I'm always like, you know, what if there were a snake curled up inside or behind one of my newspapers? And if it were a rattlesnake, I would be very cognizant of the fact that I don't want to get anywhere near it. This guy got bit and didn't even realize what was going on. Yeah, he said it kept getting worse, and then they popped it, and it went back down, and then the skin around it kept coming off. Oh. He told Fox 17 Nashville, it was like a throbbing. It was beating with my heart every moment. <laughs> I mean, don't you realize when your thumb or your finger is it his thumb? What finger? is it it is his uh his finger his index finger yeah when your finger looks like that wouldn't you go to the hospital instead of trying to pop it yourself and yeah be like, it's gonna get yeah. better 1000 percent. i mean that's gross to think about popping it and be like oh as soon as i puncture this <sighs> finger everything's gonna be fine if your finger looks that bad just go to the hospital dude have you ever been grilling or you've seen it on a barbecue where a hot dog falls down into the charcoals? Oh, yeah. That's what his finger looks like uh. after it popped. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Local news story here. Yeah. Uh, uh. Let's go to Florida for this next one. A homeowner, you've probably seen the video, in Clearwater awoke to uh, an interesting trespasser last Friday. An 11-foot alligator. Yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. Just the alligator <laughs> got into the house yes. and set off the alarm. They heard a loud crashing noise and called 911, and it wound up breaking into their house. It uh, broke a window to get in. God, this they- is getting crazy. Like, it seems to me like there's a lot of alligators getting into houses now, like bears getting in cars and houses, alligators. I think the animals are getting smarter. I think they're evolving uh, right before our eyes and becoming smarter. Yeah, the picture is just ridiculous of this alligator with its foot mouth alligator open. is massive to just suddenly show up in your house. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm going to tweet this out at Danny G Radio. I'll tag you at Clay Travis on Twitter. The 
insane photo of this gator with its big uh, jaws open in their kitchen. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.